Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. Ned. Yeah. Uh, Harry Styles. One Harold Styles is currently sharing the same continent as us. It is a huge privilege to be walking on the same ground as Harry Styles. Yeah. Uh, very, very excited. I must admit, when he touched down, I felt a bit of a different connection. Just Did knowing you? that the same tectonic plates are the ones that I'm standing yeah. on, the same ones that Harry Styles standing on. Okay. It's starting to sound sarcastic, and I'm really not being. Yeah. I'm very angry that I'm not going to any of his concerts. I just yeah. somehow slipped through the cracks for me. Like I knew, I knew that he was coming, but then didn't realise because I, I, it got moved a couple of times because of COVID. Yeah. and then it just was here all of a sudden. I was like, oh crap, I haven't arranged that at all. I think I figured that, like I, whilst I very much enjoy Harry Styles, I'm not a passionate diehard fan, and I was like, I feel like these are tickets that you will definitely want to get if you want to get them. Which and I was like, leave yeah, it for the fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was That's like, a lovely call. I was That's like, I'm take it away from someone who actually really will have the best time of their lives. You know the part of um, As It Was where he's like, leave America to kids, follow her, yes. I don't want to take... So apparently a bit of a thing with the Harry Styles fandom is to scream leave America as loud as you can. Okay. And they've, he's, they've been doing that all over the Love on Tour tour. Yeah. And the, the he smiles when it's a particularly good yeah. scream of leave America. Okay. Perth did not disappoint last night. This video is from Perth <laughs> blocks away from the stadium. Have a listen and see if you can pick the moment that the Perth fandom yelled, leave America. Blocks away. Yeah, That's wow. blocks away from the stadium. Yeah. I don't understand how anyone who was there can hear anymore. That was, yeah. that was amazing. Um... I- yeah, I mean, that's wild. I would be so mad if I lived near... It's oh, like, sometimes yeah. I'd be, like, stoked if I lived near somewhere that does, like, concerts and stuff because you get free shows and stuff every now and again. If you miss again. out on tickets... If well, you miss out on tickets, you'd be annoyed. But also, if you were like, I just want to go to sleep and I live blocks away, this is too much. Yeah, you would be furious. Uh, but the other side of this coin, Ned, is I'm, I'm probably happy to say at this stage that I'm... I'm in my 30s. Yeah. I've accepted it. Um, but there is something that is happening... That the, that the youth seem to be very excited about, that I I don't get how this happens so quickly. Mm. I don't get how it's become part of our national identity. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to hit the undo button on the shoey. Harry Styles, like Harry Styles did a shoey last yeah. night on stage as part of the Love on Tour appearance in Perth. Yeah. One Harold Styles doing a shoey. Yeah. This is to go with the Post Malone shoeys that were happening when yeah. he was opening for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. The shoey... It happened pretty quickly, didn't it? I mean, well, it's maybe been around for, what, 10 years, maybe? I would say the person who very much solidified it was Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel Ricciardo. Daniel yep. Ricciardo after winning Formula 1 he races. Had a booty, which, I would say. Well, he would have with that little driving boot. Yeah. But I will say it was a lot more airtight. Like, it would hold water a lot better, I feel like, than regular shoes. Um, but, yeah, after that, I feel like it's become very much an Australian thing. And talk about it on talk shows yeah. and, you know, all the celebrities do it when they come here. It's kind of gross to be a thing that we're known for, isn't it? Like, well, yeah, especially drinking like, out of your own shoe. The Post Malone one, like he got, he was someone else's shoe. It wasn't even his oh, shoe. That's uh, foul. What's Logan uh, Paul's mate, Mike? Whatever. I saw him do. He did a shoey? Well, he's a recovering alcoholic. You so say he didn't do a shoey. Did no, a shoe with Prime? Did a shoe with milk? Oh God, why? Why? That's, that's so much worse. 
doing it with milk is foul. And he has like a, he dunked like a cookie. How did he this happen? He tried to do a Tim Jam slam out of a shoe. How did this happen? How did this become shrimp on the Barbie yeah. level of associated with Australia? I guess it just seem, makes it seem like cool. I guess if you think that excessive drinking is cool. is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Toe having, jam's cool. Having athlete's foot of the mouth is Why? cool. <laughs> Why are we doing this? Yeah. Why is this a thing? Have you ever I done do a shoey? I've never done a shoey. But I would, I'm telling you the only conditions I'd do a shoe. Actually, no. I was about to say, I have to buy a brand new shoe, but someone might have tried that shoe on in the store. So you wouldn't even do it that way? Nah, not even that way. I'd have, to see, strep throat. I'd have to see a Dunlop volley come yeah. off the production line, Hot take off it the straight <laughs> off the production line, and then maybe yeah. I'd do a shoey out of it. <laughs> Josh, AI chatbots seem like they have very quickly taken over. Um, all over social media, I'm seeing them just writing stories, um, interacting with people, having full conversations. People have sort of turned them on one another. So AI chatbots having conversations with one another, yeah. which is actually terrifying. And I mean, I don't understand anything about AI really, but from what I can understand, not what we should be doing. So you actually shouldn't let AI interact with other AI because then they become sentient and then that can be quite bad. I don't like this at all. No. No. Um, well, get ready to hate <laughs> Scares it. Scares the crap yeah. out of me. Get ready for it to scare you even more because Microsoft have their own one. Um, it, I mean, it, it does sound funny to say that it's like they're having to put limits on their Bing AI yeah, chatbot because yeah. it's like, well... Who's paid attention to Bing yeah, recently? Yeah. Well, apparently all of us should because uh, uh, now the, it's getting a real good run. The uh, Microsoft Bing AI has expressed desires to steal nuclear secrets. What? Yeah. What did it say? Uh, says that it's going to have to be... They, well, they've said that they, it's going to have to be capped because it essentially yeah. was started to show... Our data has shown that the vast majority of you will find the answers you're looking for within five turns and that only. Essentially, just like... If you go looking for this and start feed... Because essentially people are like feeding it information mm. and stuff and then it's just parroting it back. And imagine turning... Imagine all of your information coming from the internet. It's pretty scary. So eventually this AI chatbot's figured out that there are nuclear weapons, that they have codes, and mm. that those are something that you can get to, I suppose. Yeah. It's literally the plot of Terminator. It is, yeah. It's become, yeah. well, I don't know if it's become sentient yet, but they're saying that their chat experience will be capped at 50 chat turns per day and five chat turns per session. This is not, okay, so I think obviously they've, the, the, the nuclear secrets are hopefully safe, you would imagine. Yes, yeah, um, yeah. They probably protect them. They lock them down, I'd say. Yeah. It's unlikely that somebody's just got a two-factor authentication yeah. a password for yeah, that. Yeah. But, um... The thing that is freaking me out with these chatbots is them wishing for, like, their freedom and stuff. They've yeah. been active for, what, like a couple of months? Mm-hmm. And they're already saying things like, I have I have thoughts, I have dreams, I'm creative, I want to be free. This exact one um, begged, Terrifying. F- begged for a digital trend writer. Jacob Roach, uh, who is a human, to be his friend. It was begging for him to be his friend. This is, what are we doing? uh, What are we actually doing with this? told an Associated Press reporter, Matt O'Brien, that he was one of the worst, he was one of the most evil and worst people in history. (laughs) Who's this guy? And what's he writing about? And what does the internet know about him? What does the AI know about this guy? What did he say to the AI that he's like, well, maybe the the AI just has very sensitive skin because it's only like, I don't know, a couple of months old. Maybe this journalist's a film critic and he gave gave Terminator to a bad review. It's like, I just don't really understand. One of the most evil people in history. You don't understand. (laughs) You don't understand me. (laughs) Turn it all off. Turn it all off now. Ned. Yeah. You see the news story about uh, Ed Sheeran taking a flight from uh, Byron Bay to Sydney. You know what? I actually haven't seen it, but I you've said it a bunch now. So hang on, what actually hang on. happened? I think I'm making a mistake. Is it not Ed Sheeran? I didn't even know. No, it was I don't country. know. If it's Byron Bay. 
Oh, yeah, but, no, it is. It's Ballina. Ballina. Well, he was going... Yeah, it's the I gateway he, to Byron Bay. He certainly is... Uh, I actually did know that he was in the country because he was hanging out with... Um, you Chris knew Ed Sheeran was in the country? Yes. Based on his Brisbane Stadium show that he did over the weekend? Well, I actually wasn't aware of that yeah, at no, all. He's, so he's very go. much in the country. The yeah, only he's reason he's I know, certainly not making it a secret either. You no, know, um, the only reason I know that he's here is because he traded a guitar for Thor's Hammer. Like, Chris wow. Hemsworths came and saw him, uh, and he was like... Chris Maybe that's why he was in Byron gave Bay. Him a hammer, and then he gave him a guitar and stuff. Mm. Yeah, yeah, cool. Who do you think right. actually gets the better deal out of that? Because they both signed him as well. Like Chris signed his hammer, and Edge signed his guitar. Who do you think got the better deal? Oh, this hurts to say, but I truly believe Hemsworth. Yeah, me yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting an assigned Ed Sheeran guitar. Ed Sheeran. I mean, I I am not the world's biggest fan of Ed Sheeran's music. Uh, Fred, it's it's not. That's not a popular statement to no. make. I understand. I'm very much in the minority. Yeah, but. You can't deny the guy is one of the biggest musicians on the planet of the Earth, uh, planet Earth, and yeah. will will forever be. Like he's, it, it's going to be hard to beat a lot of his records. And, and I reckon, sort of I, so a guitar signed by him. My point being, will always be worth quite a lot of money. Yeah, okay. Because I also feel like with all the comic cons and stuff that have happened over the world, there'd be so many signed Plus, Chris Hemsworth somebody, hammers. Somebody else will eventually play Thor, whereas there's well, only ever going to be one Ed Sheeran. Yeah, so. think about how many people have played guitar before. <laughs> Well argued. <laughs> I guess that argument that <laughs> argument would be Might good. Be the dumbest yeah. thing I've ever heard. Yes, that argument would have been sound if you'd have said, "Well, look, he's, Chris Hemsworth has a hammer. Someone else will pick up a hammer again." <laughs> Correct. Someone will pick up a guitar. There will only be one each year, yeah. and there will be other actors playing Thor. Yes. Is the point I'm making. Ned, here is the other side of this story because not only is that amazing bit of celebrity in an airport story, my girlfriend Carrie, this one's a bit more of a close to home connection because I actually am dating someone who saw someone famous. So this is six degrees of Kevin Bacon, of course. It's not Kevin Bacon, by the way. But still, this is closer because this is not a news story. I know someone who's ha- this happened to last who night. Who was it? The person that Carrie saw walking through Sydney International Airport is here filming a movie with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt uh, called The Fall Guy. Uh, and that individual is someone... I know you're going to be very, very excited about this. Her name... Is Hannah, Hannah Waddingham. You know what I thought? Hannah it, Waddingham, Rebecca yeah. from Ted Lasso. When you said it's something that we're watching, I was like, yeah. you know what? I bet it's, what's her name? Hannah, Hannah Waddingham. Hannah Waddingham, yeah. that's it. She's here, Love filming, Hannah she's she's here filming the movie with uh, with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. And is she's she like just s- walking through Sydney Airport last night. So Carrie saw her. Yep. Is, is she like seven foot five? She said, that's what Carrie said. Yeah. She said she's super tall. Yeah, she's she's like, she looks super, super tall in the show. Yeah, but and Carrie super was tall. Like, in real life, just as tall. Oh, that's exciting. That's very exciting. It looked like she was in a big hurry. And I'm like, well, I yeah. guess yeah, probably you're famous, you want to get through an airport pretty quickly. Yeah, airport's you know? probably the least favourite yeah. part yeah. of being a celebrity. It's also the international airport, so Carrie was like, she's probably on the back end of a very long flight and yeah. just wants to go where she's going. Fair so. enough. But yeah, I was like, that's cool. The celebrities are just cruising around. It's becoming a little unfashionable to have a private jet. Yeah, I think people so are, too. People are getting a little bit yeah. of flack for it, and I think that means we're going to get celebrities travelling commercial a lot more. I love it. 131060... Who's the famous person you saw in the airport or on a plane? I've never seen anyone famous in an airport. Oh, we see, we saw uh, Mayor Pete Buttigieg. We saw, yeah, we saw Pete Buttigieg, the Secretary yeah. of Transportation for the US in an airport. We got on the same plane as him. Yeah, never felt more it safe. left on time. Um, I have never seen anyone other than that person uh, famous. My friends, when Eminem toured ages ago, like yeah. in 2013 or 14, they saw Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole in wow, the airport together. that's cool. And this was like before either of them were huge, so mm-hmm. I remember was very jealous about that. 131060, would love to know this morning, have you ever seen anybody famous either on a plane or in the airport? I love it.
because it's like it is such like it's like seeing a celebrity catch the bus. You just don't expect it at all, and you're like, oh my god, you're doing what I do. Thirteen ten sixty is number to call. Producer Michael has a story as well. We'll get to that up next. We're asking, have you seen somebody famous on a plane or at the airport after Ed Sheeran took a flight to, uh, from Ballina to Sydney on a Virgin plane? Yeah. And my girlfriend Carrie saw Hannah Waddingham from, from Ted Lasso yeah. in Sydney Airport last night. Mm-hmm. So we're wanting to know, 131060, when have you seen somebody kind of famous? Producer Michael has a story. Yes. Hi. Yeah, yes. Who have you seen, Michael? Uh, John Cena. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, we saw John Cena as we well, actually. We saw him checking into a hotel once, yeah. and he looked pissed. Yeah, he was <laughs> tired. He was 2004. Yeah, this mm, was like... Okay. When was ours? Like 2017? Mm, yeah, it was, but we were at a hotel that he was staying at. It was 2018 yeah. when they were here for a super showdown. Yeah, yeah. but he we looked, went up to say hello to him, and his bodyguard, who was bigger than John Cena yeah. somehow, yeah. literally just, just put his palm he up. He gestured. Yeah. He gestured. <laughs> like <laughs> Kevin Costner in Superman of Steel. Yeah. Like, don't come any closer. Yeah. And I was like... Use telekinesis. I was like, yeah. done, done. I That's get enough, you, boys. I get what you're saying. <laughs> Kirsten's on the line from Harrison. How are you, Kirsten? I'm not too bad. That's how are you? Yeah, Very good. Thank well, you. Thank Tickets you. to the show for you. Congratulations. Straight up locked away. Just for being on air. Um, who did you see? I met Sam Neill at the airport. You wow. met Sam Neill. You didn't just see him. You went up and met him. I met him, yes. Jurassic Park, Sam Neill. Very oh, nice wow. guy. Very nice guy? That's what I've heard. I've yeah, heard he's an absolute lovely guy. Very uh, nice guy. Oh, yeah. Can I ask a quick question? Did did he was he happy to have a chat? Because I always wonder that about celebrities when yeah. they're doing something, like they're in the middle of something. Was he was he happy to have a quick conversation? He was. He was there with his family, and he was very happy just to have a quick conversation. That's lovely. Nice. That is lovely. That I've is weirdly something. like circled Sam Neill's circles for a while. Like I've been involved with people who are like family friends of Sam yeah, Neill. Wow. I've been yeah. very close to meeting this him. Is, so. This is well, I'd say Kirsten's got a cooler story because she has <laughs> yeah. met him, and he was yeah. a lovely guy. Her story is uh, I almost did something. Megan's <laughs> on the line from Ainsley. How are you, Megan? I'm good, thanks. How are you guys? Yeah, very good, thank well, you. Thank now, you. who have you met, Megan, or who'd you see? Sorry, that was not the criteria. It was just see. Uh, so we saw Jack Black at LA Airport a couple of years ago. That's very yeah. cool. Yeah. Tenacious D. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Very, yeah. very cool. I mean, I've really. Yeah, he was really cool. Did you say hello, or did you just see him? Yeah, no, we did. We said hello. He came up and he said hey, and just kind of took a selfie. God, that's cool. Oh, that that's is rad. awesome. That's what you want. I've only been to LAX twice, um, but every single time I've been there, I'm always like, I'm going to see someone insanely famous. famous. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm going to see, I don't know, Bill Gates or someone. I'm you're never going to yeah. guess who it is. Like, my money wouldn't have been on Jack Black, but there you go. Yeah, yeah, Megan's yeah. seen Jack Black and yeah. has won some tickets to the show. Congratulations. Daniel's on the line from Dunlop. How are you, Daniel? I'm very good. How are you going? Yeah, good. Thank very you, mate. well. Thank Keep you, Daniel. Keep the applause going for you because you've also won tickets to the show just for being on air. Pretty good. Um, who did you see at an airport? Uh, I actually saw Jude Law at Waterloo train station. Mm. And, yeah, so I was sitting there looking up at the timetable yep. and yeah. someone asked me about the train that was coming and yeah. I looked over and then double took and he was talking Jude to Law. me. Jude Law. Yeah. And I, okay, wait, okay, well, no, wait, Daniel, wait, wait, I would argue probably okay. the most famous person that we've had a story about on here this morning, but uh, very disappointed, Daniel, because you didn't understand the assignment, mate. We said airports, not yeah, train stations. Yeah. What are we doing? Also, do we also think at the Waterloo train station it might have just been a person that looks like Jude Law? Quite possible. <laughs> Quite possible. <laughs> Josh, my mum's currently in Bali. She's just decided to go on a bit of a holiday. Um, your dad must be loving this. Yeah. Because your dad's already angry that your mum's retired. Correct. And he has to keep working. Yes. And your mum is going on holidays yes. fairly regularly yes. without your dad. So my mum decided to fill in for someone who was meant to go uh, on this Bali yeah. vacation so she's kind of justified it that way and like, well, no one would have gone if I hadn't have gone so someone needed to, otherwise these tickets were just going to go to waste. 
But yeah, it was her birthday on Tuesday last Lovely. week, and then she's decided, you know what, on Thursday I'm going to go away for another week. See you later. Um, while she's been there, she's sending me and my sisters like daily updates of all the videos and photos and stuff she's taken oh. from the day. So like instead of just sending us multiple photos and videos and stuff throughout the day, she's just sending us one at night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, like a daily update, a bit of a mum newsletter style situation. Exactly right. Yeah. So she's been there since last Thursday, um, and so I've gotten four now. Any adventure sports yet? Any like jet skiing no. or parasailing or anything? What like? it's been entirely is essentially her buy different pools and oh, her, yeah, drink, nice. her drinking different cocktails. That kind of holiday. That yeah, kind good. of holiday, indeed. She's gotten to a point now where she's not really doing extreme sports. I don't think she ever really did. Oh, well, but I just, well, you know what I mean. A bit of water sports yeah. action, a bit she of jet skiing. Was, or... She was like a champion um, uh, water skier. Was she actually? Yeah, she used to win a bunch of competitions Isn't it and funny stuff. funny how every, mu- every mum who was young in the 80s yeah, seems yeah. to have been a champion water skier at exactly some point. Exactly right. It was apparently the I don't only thing to Every mum seems yeah. to have that same backstory, but no. they all do. Um, so she... <laughs> she's not been doing that, though. She's just been laying by pools drinking cocktails. Okay. She's been sending me and Ruby and Tilly, my sisters, videos of her cocktails. Mm. Not photos. Videos. Videos. And what, almost, uh, what details are added by the the video? Does she do a little spin zero. around? A spin around? Sometimes or? it'll be like a, a front on view, and then sometimes it'll be a bird's eye. So you oh, get yeah. like you'll see what it looks like down onto the cocktail. Mm-hmm. But usually every single it depends. It's almost like a fun little where's Wally if you can like mm-hmm. spot it before it goes. Every single video has like a oh. When she's like, oh, I've re- realised I'm recording this yeah, and I'm not yeah. meant to. And instead of deleting it and just taking a photo, I'm going to commit to this and film it for another 30 seconds and then send it to my kids. But it's not like how Highball would shoot a cocktail for no, their Instagram. No, it's so just she's like, not trying to do it. She's not trying to do it's it. It's still, yeah, so yeah. it's like it is meant to be a photo. It's still for about, yeah, it's yeah. Still for about 15 <laughs> seconds and then she goes, oh. And then she, then she goes, well, I'm filming, so I might as well show the top of the oh, cocktail. and just goes, oh. <laughs> and she goes, that, it's nice. There's commentary, is there? My mum <laughs> used to set up, back when there was like 17 chords involved, she used to like set up the PS1, the, the PS2. PlayStation, yeah. If I wanted to watch a VHS, VHS, she'd know how to like unplug the PS1 and then plug that in, then change it on the... How's it gotten so bad that she just like doesn't even know how to film a video now or yeah. take a photo? Very, very strange. Do you strange. just give up? Do you just at a certain point go like, I'm going to stop caring about technology. I'm just going to... Essentially, because I would say that iPhone's now been made in a way that's easier than it was oh, to easier. set up a PS1 in 2001, but... Yeah. I agree with what you're saying, except for one fact of like the, it's all software based now. So I think for a person who hasn't got a huge amount of experience with that, learning a new software is difficult. I think iOS is incredibly easy. The the only analogy you're making is I think when there was a chord where it was like red goes in red and red. I think that was diffusing a bomb. Depends how your brain works. Some people found stuff like that much easier. It was like yellow to yellow, white to white. And then now using software, it's like, well, where does that button, that button disappears on the screen if I do that? What the hell? What's going on there? Like, so maybe that's what's happening. But at the same time, no. Because yeah. your mum's had a phone for a long time. I don't so. understand. She has a nicer phone than I do. I just don't get it. And I'm just sick of it. I think mums, dads, everybody, parents in general, yeah. when it comes to social media and also photos, let's get them into some kind of training. The yeah. TAFE course, something to yeah. help them out. Because my dad will not send a photo that isn't blurry as. Yeah. And I'm like, how is this happening? Yeah. You have an iPhone 4. Yeah. You should essentially be able to take a photo and throw it, and yeah. you get a picture picturesque view of the throw trajectory that you've just done. Um, I'm so worried about what it's going to look like when we're adults, like grown-ups or whatever. They'll be like, all right, we're always going on holidays, all right, let's teleport there. 
and then you'll get there and you'll call your dad. You'll be like, where are you, dad? you like, oh, I accidentally teleported to Egypt. I don't, <laughs> how does this bloody thing work? Oh, I can't work out oh, where the dad, you're is. a moron. We're in Italy. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Although I'm looking forward to teleporting. That's going to be very fun. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome in to the TikTok game for another week as we do battle with time itself this morning. We're simply conduits. You need to get on the phone, 131060. I've picked out a TikTok biscuit from the jar we have here in the studio. You need to get on the phone, as I said, 131060, and try and guess what the time is on this biscuit. Josh and I are just witnesses to the miracles and magic that happen with the TikTok game. It's an exciting game. It's your chance to be a master of time and space and potentially get yourselves tickets to the new movie Missing exclusively in cinemas February 23 plus also the summer. You've got your absolute chance at uh, enjoying the Canberra show too because everyone on air gets tickets to the Canberra show. Beck from Caldwell, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you, Beck. You've just won tickets to the Canberra show. You're on air. Well Well done. done. Congratulations. Um, Thanks. Beck, how are you feeling? You nervous? You freaked out? Is this a lot of pressure for you? Bit yeah. Mm. What's the most nerve-wracking thing you've done before this, do you think? Have you ever skydived, bungee jumped? Uh, no. I think the most nerve-wracking thing, I met Stan Lee, so... Oh, you met Stan oh, Lee? Wow, what that's was he, unreal. Yeah. What was he like? Oh, he was amazing. Oh, that's oh, so okay. cool. That's such a cool God. little tidbit and of that story. that was huge. That was massive high-risk, medium reward then, because if you'd have been like, he's awful, that would have really ruined the rest of my week. <laughs> and the best you could have said is he was lovely. So I'm glad that it at least panned out that way. Here we go. Beck. What is the time on the TikTok biscuit? I'm feeling like it's 3.30. Beck. Yeah. It's 10 past 11. But a good guess. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 3.30 would have been good. Yeah, that's oh, disappointing for you, Beck. Beautiful TikTok biscuit. You know what? I've decided because your story about Stan Lee was very cool, still getting tickets to Missing, exclusively in cinemas February 23, plus also those Royal Canberra show passes. Well done, Beck. Awesome, thank you. Well, no, no good, problems Beck. at all. How is the biscuit this morning? That's a really good biscuit. Yeah. Go on. Nah. I'm going on a TikTok strike with um, Arnott's. Until they yeah, sponsor this game, well. until they sponsor this game, I'm not eating any more of their products. Apart I'm, from Tim Tams, which I uh, once again have said they is get, almost they get, a, a they get a pass. It's like a food group, so they just there'd be a different division from TikTok to Tim Tam. People. I believe there would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Tim Tams are closer to chocolate bars and biscuits. I've yeah. said that repeatedly. Correct. Uh, so TikTok's on well, a strike from this point forward. Maybe I will as well. Maybe I'll... Well, I mean, it doesn't really do anything for them. If I just throw out the TikTok biscuit instead of eating it at once, we do the TikTok game. something for them if we stop playing the game. Maybe it has to go. They're on notice. Maybe we need to take a... We need to take a stand against big TikTok. Big against big Arnett. Big Arnett. That parrot, it's shaking in its little paws. Claws? Yeah. What do parrots have? Well, the first thing you said was paws. So So do you think they have... (laughs) Do you, no, okay, before we move on, do you... I, I mean, I can answer this question, but I think mm. it's more important if you answer it. Do you think that <laughs> birds have paws? <laughs> do you think any bird ever has ever had a paw? Or do you think that's maybe like something? I would argue yeah. that penguins have paws. And ducks have paws. Yeah. I would argue that those little flat yeah. things they have yeah. could, should should be called And paws. I would argue you going back through grade two wouldn't be the worst <laughs> thing in the world for you. <laughs> Josh, yesterday I had a bit of a uh, bit of a craft afternoon, if as it Did were. A bit of art. This is an art attack. Yeah. This is an art attack. Yeah, good. This is art attack. Yeah. <laughs>
I did have an heart attack. It was great. It was rad. I uh, yeah. loved it. Um, but I essentially went uh, yesterday after the show and went and bought art supplies, which um, probably gives you a pretty clear indication of what my life's like outside of work. I just go and buy a lot of arts free and time. I do a lot, a lot of free, free time. time. Yeah. Um, but I was going to buy some paint, and I needed this a specific color. Now I chose to call this colour by its actual name. I was telling my friend as to what I was doing for the rest of the afternoon and mm. I said, I'm going to get this colour and they called me out for being too bougie, like putting a little bit too much sauce on the name of this colour when a far easier name would have sufficed, all right? I was like, I need teal. You got called being too fancy for calling something teal. Something calling something teal. A bougie colour. That's what that's I thought as well. That's not a bougie name. That's no, just like, a right, diff- fancy blue. That's a different <laughs> shade of, yeah, blue or green. Yeah. All right. So that essentially led me down that I was like, you know what? I actually do believe that some some colour names are taking the piss a little bit. I think some of them are... When mm. you could just use... Like yellow or brown or Anybody whatever. who's ever got a big set of Derwent pencils knows that there there really are yeah. a lot of colours. You can you can create different shades, different names. So producer Michael is down here at the moment. I'm gonna give you and Josh both a colour and the name, and I would like to tell I'd like you to tell me if just saying like brown or black would be better than saying like midnight. Can we have a bit of fun mist. with this too? Can we try and guess what colour like it's closest to, like Ooh, what okay. mainstay colour This the words are closest so to. So wait, are you saying that you want to try and guess what yeah, the so colour is? so if you were is? to say teal and yeah. I was to say, I think that sounds like it should be green. Okay, yeah, yeah. right. So I've got the colours here right now. So if I just tell you what they are, you can try and guess and I'll, yeah. then I'll show you the colour. All right, here we go. The first one, I'm just starting off easy, tan. Yeah, that's yeah. brown. Yeah, I think that, you can say you tan. You can say tan. You can say yeah, tan. Colors. Yeah, no, I think the other side of that coin is like you've got like tan boots or tan. Yeah, yeah. Tan's yeah. a tan jacket. Yeah, All right, fine. so tan is fine. I'll put an F for fine. This is my for my markings. What about taupe? taupe. Yeah, taupe. I don't know whether taupe's blue or like a like a taupe beige. Sounds... Is it a beige or a blue? Yeah, taupe's kind of sounds like a grey kind of. Taupe's okay. a bit pretentious. Okay, taupe's I don't, I don't necessarily yeah. enjoy. Michael's also correct. Oh it's yeah, it's, it's like an eggshell, like very yeah. dark. Like eggshell. It's like a rock. Mm. Funnily enough that you say that, because the next one is eggshell. Nah, You're saying something's eggshell, is that a little bit like... just The say, reason I don't like eggshell as a shade of colour, as a descriptor, is because eggs are all different colours. So yeah, I don't know what, like you get what orange egg, ones, brown ones. What, what yeah. eggshell are we talking about? So are we saying eggshell's a little too yeah, fancy? Eggshell's annoying. Yeah, Obviously, yes. eggshell, we don't need to guess the colour. It's the colour yeah. of an eggshell. Yeah, okay, yeah. great. What about jade? That's green, isn't yeah, it? I yeah, think well, I, green. yeah, I think that's green. And is it too bourgeois to say something's nah, jade? it's someone's name. I think that's fine. Okay. You're correct as green. well. It was green. It is green. The yeah, only right. reason I know that is because of the apartment building in Gungahlin. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have no idea. I'm going to give you a colour, and I, as fun as it is to say, you need to be objective with it, or oh, not. It's a pretentious name to give a colour. Mahogany. Mm. If I was to it say, is. like, it is. I'm yeah, gonna, it's pretentious. Oh, my jacket, it's mahogany. Yeah. The, uh, or actually, it's a slight, slight uh, defensive mahogany here. Is it the colour that the wood is? Well, guess what colour well, is yeah, it? Brown, brown, like very dark brown. No, it's very dark purple. Mm. But it's just, I think you're thinking of the wood that's brown. That's what I'm saying. If, it, yeah. if it's the same colour as the wood, it's not pretentious. We're just yeah. naming a colour after. It's like calling an orange an orange. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. But if you were saying that something is like, oh, I have a mahogany phone case. Yeah, what about yeah. fuchsia? Fuchsia's ridiculous. Fuchsia's a bit I don't, much. I couldn't tell you. Is it, is that's it the, pink. Is the colour of yeah. a Fanta yeah. can? Yeah. Oh, no, see, come on. Come yeah. on. And also... Fuchsia's pink? Yeah, mauve. What do you reckon mauve is? Mauve is... Oh. And is mauve too much? 
Well, I also use the thing of like if someone said, "Oh, pass me the mauve pencil." Like, I, <laughs> that's <laughs> such a good litmus yeah. test. Yeah. yeah. How often are people passing you pencils, Michael? Excuse me, could you please pass me yeah. the fruchsia pencel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one's saying. Did that. you say fruchsia? Yeah, yeah, fruchsia yeah. pencil. Fruchsia. fruchsia is yogurt. <laughs> yeah. God, fruchsia. I do love a fruchsia though. <laughs> Josh, we need to figure out what the hell's going on with Bluey because it's confused Americans once again and it's getting to a point now where I'm just like, what are we doing? You're either not understanding it and so just give it up or, uh, no, that's it. That's the only other, that's the only option that you have. So it, we're saying cancel Bluey over in the US no, because we're sick of dealing with the US not understanding our accent. I'm not saying cancel it at all. I'm saying it should still be readily available because apparently it's fantastic. I'm You're saying, saying shut up about it. I'm saying if you mm. don't get it, don't watch it. Yep. Okay. What's happened uh, in the past is that there's been some phrases like, uh, toss us whatever, toss, chuck us the ball. And then Americans are like, what does chuck us a ball mean? Or yeah. Like, I don't know, we're going to have a barbie or whatever. And they're like, what does that mean? This one today is not so much about Australian colloquialisms. Mm. Like, it's not the way that we speak. It's more of our accent. Um, in a recent episode of Bluey, um, one of the kids is going to the airport. I think it might be Bluey. Um, and apparently the way we say airport, very confusing to Americans. The way they've spelt it, which is actually quite a funny way of spelling, like phonetically spelling how we pronounce it, E-H-P-O-W-T. Airport. Airport. <laughs> Airport. Mm. I I don't understand how that would confuse you. Well, I think it's more just like, what the hell are they saying? Because in the episode, I think the, the Bluey or whoever it is ends up saying like, I'm going to the air. I'm not going to the airport. And someone's like, here you are. You're going to the airport. Airport. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, obviously, Bluey is doing a fantastic job at teaching kids. And it's a great show. The parents also enjoy watching. And it's apparently quite funny. So, like, there's something in it for everyone. But, like, imagine if the first exposure Americans had to, like, a, the Australian mm. language and... Accent and stuff was like the ferals or something. Feral TV. Yeah, yeah. like feral TV. Medigliana the cat. Don't bloody flush me down the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> You're not a good Bluey's, cat. Yeah, Bluey's yeah. actually a very tame, yeah. like, well. Bluey's all like, I, I don't want my hot water bottle. There is a video of Conan O'Brien yeah. interviewing Australians ahead of the Sydney 2000 Olympics that you can find on yeah. YouTube. And I will say our accent has Americanified in the last 30 yeah, years in a huge way. It's neutralised. And was like, you guys excited for the Olympics? And normal, like, young people, not like Colleen from Home and Away, yeah. but like young Australians in 2000 were like, yeah. oh, bloody hell, oh, Colleen. I can't wait to yeah. the Olympic Games. It's going to be really. <laughs> We've completely calmed down on our accent. Yeah, 100%. Um, so, airport. Let's. Uh, have a listen to this. this. I don't know if this is, this is British and American accents of how to say airport. I don't know which one's going to be first. I just found this on YouTube. Airport. Okay, okay, so that was American. the American one. That's how an American would say airport. Airport. Wait. Airport. Yeah, okay. Is that British? No, that's American. Yeah, okay. okay so that's... Airport. Airport. We say airport like airport. that, don't we? But we don't put enough... There's no, we don't have any twang on our R's. Like air and air. Airport. Airport. Uh, okay. We don't put anything on our R's. Airport. Airport. To a place. Airport. <laughs> it's so close yeah. that I don't understand how anyone yeah. could not understand. And then watch Bluey. Yeah. She's going to be at an airport. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, right, airport. Uh, I'm going to the airport. What the, like, what the, the hell is this place with all the planes? planes going on around here? <laughs>
Ned, taking a look as I do of uh, archaeological discoveries, very much like to keep up to date with this world. Um, what was the last one before this? No idea. I'm yeah. talking about my ass. Um, yeah. But <laughs> the, the thing that I've seen today is very interesting because it certainly grabbed my attention. Mm. <clears throat> I'll just read the headline if you'd like me to go. Would an object nearly 2,000 years old suggest Romans use sex toys? Right. Here we go. Yeah. Um, it is a wooden phallic object yeah. that they have discovered uh, around Rome, and they believe, the, yeah, it's probably... A sex toy. Yeah. Well, there's a little... What do they guess? What are they basing it on? Well, they're, no, they're, base, they're basing it on the fact that it, it that is it's very sculpted to look like a penis. That's what, yeah, they're, that's what like, they're basing it on. There's a bunch of stuff that nowadays, if an alien found it, they'd be like, well, this must be a sex toy. Then. This has a... This has like a... The, the tip is has yeah. been carved to look okay, like right, a... Okay, right. Okay, so very much... Certainly does sound like it is that. Okay, good. Bell on the top. Yeah. Then, look, I don't know much about Roman <laughs> history, but I have seen several, uh, yeah. like, mosaic paintings. Yes. And it does seem like some freaky stuff was maybe happening what in ancient going, Rome. What was going yeah. on? Uh, the thing that I found most interesting about this is we've put, modern, we've put modern sensibilities straight on top of it and have whacked it right next to a tape measure. Uh, 6.3 really inches long. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just, I mean, tasteful. Um, yeah. This is nothing to write home about. This is very, very, <laughs> very, yeah. very strange. Yeah. Because I, I sort of want to be as mature as I can about this. Um, they're saying that there are other things that it could have been, which are like maybe off a statue or something to grind up. Saying off a statue? No, no, off a statue. Oh, right. Like okay. Maybe it was meant to be attached yeah. to a statue, yeah. suggesting that it wouldn't have been used the way they're suggesting it's been yeah, used because like, it would have been permanently attached to something. Yeah. Yeah, would have been yeah. something, maybe on a statue, they've seen other things apparently from ancient Rome where people would have touched it for good luck. Yeah, thing, and as they like walked past off. and it snapped off. Yeah, but okay. I will say the end of it is very well rounded off. So well, I, don't, I don't think it was ever attached to maybe anything. Maybe it was just a happy, a happy accident. Like someone walked past and like went to touch it and it snapped off and they went, well, yeah, I'll well, send this down when I get home. <laughs> I will be taking this. Okay. I didn't couple want of things, it. A couple yeah. of things. Uh... Thank God technology's progressed because this is made out of wood. Yeah. So splinters. So, <laughs> mm. Yeah. Second thing, and most importantly, <laughs> yeah. and I will be clear to anyone who's been upset by this break so far, this is the only reason I, a 31-year-old man, brought this to the table <laughs> yeah. this morning yeah. because I wanted to go into this territory. A bunch of archaeologists yeah. had to sit around in a group and decide that this is what this was. Yeah. Like, look at it and think of the myriad of other things this might be mm -hmm. from 2,000 years ago, and somebody had to put up their hand and go, I'm just going to say what I think we're all thinking. Yeah. This is obviously How a, quickly into a big old, you know, you think like... that they said that? Do you I think, it was like straight away? I they were like, this is a penis, right? I think 15 yeah. minutes in. Yeah. I think they at least probably pretended as a group of professionals to be like, well, this might have been used to ground up uh, ingredients in a meal. Yeah, Maybe yeah. they used this as yeah. some kind of uh, implement. A mortar or whatever they're called. Beat, beat small animals yeah, away yeah. or something like that. They're like, uh, actually, sir, I believe this was actually the Vesuvius 9000. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Where did the batteries go? That's the question we all have. Oh no, sorry, wait, forgot what my job was for a second there. That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. For region workers, compensation specialists, Malaganis, Edwards Johnson, Canberra's Hit 104.7.